0: Today on CityCast Denver. A weekend in the Mile High City offers something for everyone. A flourishing restaurant scene, microbreweries, miles of trails for skiers and bikers alike, and a vibrant street art movement. At least that's how the New York Times pitched their wrecks for 36 hours in Denver. But you know what? We can do way better. Today is Monday, August 21st. I'm Bree Davies and here's what Denver's talking about. Producer Paul Caroli, hello.
1: Hey Bree, good morning.
0: Justine Sandoval, welcome back. Hello. So, today we've created a task for ourselves. Um, solemn
1: and important Yeah
0: Mm kind of I mean we've been talking About doing a visitor's guide Like where we would take people Mm -hmm. If they come to visit Denver Because I think this probably Happens for you guys People are like Oh my cousin's coming through Denver for Mm -hmm. two days Where would Where should they go And I always go Oh, exactly. I literally um, like, who are they? What are they like? How old are
2: they? Do they know what our Mexican food is? Like, where do I start? You know, am I, <laughs> truly, gonna shins? Am I gonna going to the disappoint mountains? them with our Mexican food? or are <laughs> <'Cause they> gonna, <laughs> I think it's revelatory. You just I, don't know.
1: It's a great bellwether for it if is. someone is like ready and open-minded or they're just like, anyway, anyway, that's I, a different, show. That's I a different agree,
0: show. I agree with you. But all that to say, so the New York Times had did this 36 hours in Denver guide and Paul, you put this on our radar, and we're like, I think we could do thirty-six hours in Denver better. Hell yeah! Than the New York Times. Oh yeah, did. we can do it better. We yeah, should get into get it and into talk it. about some. So of the con- they stuff. break it down by day. You fly in on a Friday night. Here's what you're going to do: Saturday and then Sunday during the day before you leave. So we're going to start. Each of us took a section of this thirty-six hours. Paul, you took the first twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the New York Times had an afternoon activity. Um, so. It's, again, you, you your friend gets off the plane. Oh, you know what? Actually, wait, one more thing. When I was thinking about this, mm-hmm. I have to think about a person that I would be entertaining because I don't know how I would do it. Did you have someone in mind,
1: Paul? Oh, that's a good idea, though. I feel like mine's one size fits all. Okay. Mine's good for everyone, I think.
0: Okay, that's helpful framework. Well,
1: the New York Times reader, you need some money. I, there's some expensive <laughs> okay. stuff. I know. I was like, mm,
0: the New York Times was also making assumptions about who would be reading this. And that's yes. a whole other story. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Someone with got a little bit of money is, is Paul's framework. Um, New York Times recommends 3 p.m. You start at the Denver Art Museum. Kind of a given. You know, I love that place. <laughs> of good. course, it generally, there's something cool going on. Uh, the Kirkland Museum of Fine and Decorative Art is also what they recommend. And then they said the quirky Museum quirky you know that somebody (laughs) doesn't know something if they describe it as quirky or they don't like it
1: um which it's such an understatement for such a beautiful museum dedicated to a single artist's life which in my opinion is the best kind of museum and we are so lucky to have two of them it's Neither true. of which made my 12 hours.
0: And the Kirkland is, it, it's right near the dam. It's this beautiful yellow building. It's its pretty brand new. They built it a couple of years ago. At any rate, they say, um, which has doubled in exhibition capacity, preserves the original studio of Vance Kirkland, who often painted suspended on straps above his canvases. Before reaching it, visitors pass through the encyclopedic collection of decorative pieces from Art Nouveau tapestries to postmodern sofas that crowd the walls and floors salon style. Yes, that is what it is. Uh, and then it's they, cool,
1: Vance Kirkland's a cool artist. It is. It, it does feel Denver, it's right. a little
0: rich person hoardy to me. Like here's some rich person's hoard. But <laughs> um, at any rate, it's a great museum. I don't. I just don't know if I would start there. That's no, like a I don't real think so. harsh entrance to Denver. That's giving you something we aren't really. Anyway, then there's the Clifford. They also recommend the Clifford Still Museum, as mm-hmm. you pointed out, Paul. Another museum uh, dedicated to a single artist's work absolutely opposite experience of the kirkland it is massive cavernous sparse so then their next recommendation is 6 30 p.m they call it a destination dinner at tavernetta
1: italian fancy fine is that in boulder it's in union station
0: oh that's right okay uh there it's the frasca people that's right okay and then so after a nice dinner at tavernetta 9 p.m They've called Nightcap Madness. They start in Lodo at the Cooper Lounge in Union Station. Then they go to Cherry Creek for B and GC at the Halcyon Hotel.
1: I think they're just giving some options. You know, we got some fancy cocktail bars here.
0: Yeah. And then they, quotations, River North Art District, Death & Co. In i don't want to reread this. This is hurting my feelings. The, the New York <laughs> Times says, in the River North Art District, known as Rhino, New York's... Mm, New York's cult mixologists, Death & Co, are newly spiking the cocktail scene in a clubby room with grand chandeliers and a menu the size of a novel.
1: Of course, like, the New York like, Times says go to Denver for the New York style cocktails. <laughs> are you kidding me? Is that
2: not rude to you, Justine? I hate no, that. No, it's insulting. And the location of Death & Co, it like hurts my soul. Like my grandma's house is literally up the street. <laughs>
0: No offense to Death & Co. I'm sure it's a cool space, but I also, if I was that place, maybe I don't want you to describe me as something that's not from here that's cooler than where you are.
2: I would tell people to come to the colorado Ticks club <laughs> to, to my family's bar cash only <laughs> come get a miller light and a shot of tequila for the authentic denver experience <laughs> truth okay so paul right. starting me, at 3 me, p.m let
1: me show you how it's done here's how here's what you do when you arrive in denver i'm assuming you're flying in so number one the thing they missed that is most important pay tribute to lucifer He's right outside the airport. You got to give it up. You know, you're in for a heck of a weekend here. This is the greatest city on earth and Blucifer's there to greet you. Okay. You're going to then ride the A-train downtown. Maybe you listen to a podcast from uh, CityCast Denver about conspiracy theories at DIA. (laughs) Good call. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the views. So you just got in. You rode the A train downtown. You're taking in the wonder that is downtown Denver. You know, it's a Friday afternoon. There's no real better time to see it. People are excited about the weekend. It really is lovely. And you're coming into
0: Union Station, which is arguably like the most beautiful part of downtown Denver right now.
1: You're going to see it in its best light. Yes. So then you're going to walk over to the confluence of the two rivers where the city was born. A truly beautiful. beautiful place that we have like invested in and is such a nice spot to sit. You can just take in the art on the Cherry Creek
0: Trail. It's the confluence, the Platte and the Cherry Creek coming together.
1: A very meaningful. My favorite start. mural,
0: Confluent People, Emmanuel Martinez, right there, tells our a little bit of our story. This, I agree with you, Paul. This is like this is a picturesque spot in the city that makes us look so cool. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And so while you're there, I'm gonna give you a little practical help because any visitor should have a water bottle. So you're gonna pop into REI, you're gonna buy yourself an insulated water bottle, you're gonna fill it at the Starbucks in the same building. They have a little water spigot. I've done this too many times. I buy too many of these insulated water bottles. It is a guilty pleasure, um, but you can just walk right over and you fill it up. You got a nice cold water all day. It's awesome.
0: But we're at REI. And then again, mm-hmm. if you're with me or Justine, we're going to tell you what was the what the, what was the REI from the 60s through the 90s, Justine? What was in that building?
2: It was in the old Forney Museum. And it was the coolest, creepiest <laughs> field trip you went on for the year. Yes. Uh, there was... <laughs> Old hearses in there. There was a room full of fit, like uh, taxidermied fish. Yes. And my favorite was the Alfred Packard diorama, where he is literally eating a woman's head. Oh, God. <laughs> so if we're walking oh around God. this gorgeous turn of the last century building, we're going to be telling you some
0: about this. You're going
1: to get some stories.
0: <laughs> so this was the old Denver Tramway powerhouse, Paul, just so you know. Mm-hmm. I learned all okay. about it in researching. Hmm. There you go. So that's where all the power for the streetcars came from.
1: All right, so you're at REI, you're enjoying your little walk. You walk across a little pedestrian bridge there. Maybe you go up to uh, Little Man Ice Cream, the famous milk jug. You get a scoop of the space junk that's my favorite flavor over there um just enjoy the afternoon Kick back. you're not here to stress yourself out you're just acclimating to the altitude you're getting used to it
0: well and it's like a friday i little man always has like really great stuff they have a calendar pack they're gonna have an event going on stuff to do sometimes it's jazz sometimes it's kids events so
1: so you're stealing yourself for an epic meal now, the New York Times gave some, in my opinion, A-tier recommendations. Tavernetta, that's a good restaurant. But with me, you're going to the S-tier. You're going to Bruto, downtown on the dairy block. The chef was the only chef in town who was a uh, finalist for the James Beard Award this year. Oh. Michael Diaz de Leon. Bruto is like, it's very expensive. Um, But when I went, at least a couple of months ago, I was very lucky to go. It was a plant-based omakase experience, which is like... um a tasting menu, you get multiple courses, it takes forever. Uh, and they specialize in fermentation. So you can get like a fermented cocktail pairing accompaniment for each course. And they also do a non-alcoholic version as well. Yes. A whole fancy non-alcoholic about. mocktail pairing menu. Respect it's so Respect cool. Respect
0: a place that knows how to do a good mocktail. Yeah,
1: this is like, it's like Latin and global. It's all, everything fused together. And it's, you know, it's, it's the smartest, most ambitious food people we have got. S tier restaurant. Enjoy.
0: This is gonna, and this is gonna um, impress somebody. Oh yeah. Good job. Oh yeah. So then you have this amazing dinner. You're gonna. What are you gonna do for the the rest of the evening?
1: That's the whole evening. It takes forever. It's like a three hour long thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna be sitting here at this chef's counter. You're gonna be regaled with too much information about all of the ingredients as you slowly get drunk on their fancy cocktails you're just gonna enjoy yourself that's your evening
0: okay okay so uh then you go to your airbnb or your friend's house or your hotel wherever you're going and then you wake up sunday morning and the next this next 12 hours of planning saturday morning and day this is going to be justine you've taken this on um so i'm going to describe again what the new york times recommended they start with a 9 a.m bike (laughs) again 9 a.m. bike or ski the creek. Ski the creek. Ski like the dude at Wash Park on his skis and I like rollerblade skis. A hundred percent sure <laughs> that's what they are referring to. I couldn't
2: figure that one out when I read it. I was like ski, and I was like, mm, I don't think that's
0: something people yeah. come here to do. I think that's something weird uh, dads in Crestmore do. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. that one guy at Wash Park. Yes. <laughs>
0: so you bike or ski and also they recommended the b-cycle r.i.p the b-cycle <sighs> so good such a good program and then they have uh, 11 a.m the brunch bunch and they recommend a bunch of restaurants two of which are closed old major low country kitchen uh senor bear and linger those are their options they give you and then wouldn't
1: be my picks that's not, just, not that's not all, all for brunch. Brunch. not for brunch
0: no 4 p.m they have you do a craft beer crawl uh, they
2: mention of all things the great american beer festival Mm, I don't know. Uh, Nightmarish when I used to be a bartender on South Broadway afterwards. Oh, you don't want Hmm. the people at the Great American Beer Fest. They're already wasted. Lots of pretzel necklaces and throw up piles everywhere.
0: As (laughs) (laughs) As my friend from Germany. I am sorry
1: about that.
0: (laughs) Paul apologizes deeply for coming in with his pretzel necklace. (laughs) they mentioned more right they just cannot get over they mentioned rhino like six times in this episode and like it's fine but it's not all of denver just so you know and i wonder if this is why people have a perception of what we are based on the new york times telling you this is the only place in denver um but they do mm-hmm. recommend some great places too our mutual friend ratio beer works those are two breweries actually i like as a non-drinker um and then odell brewing best part is pine melon offers same day delivery to denver and soon boulder within a two-hour window no subscription necessary save time in your busy schedule and get fresh and healthy groceries delivered right to your door join the movement and support local today use promo code citycast denver for 75 dollars off your first delivery at pinemelon.com that's pinemelon.com justine you're taking us from 9 a.m on Saturday morning throughout the day. What do you start with at 9 a.m.?
2: Okay, I modeled this off of what I kind of would do in a Saturday as a Coloradan mm-hmm. and if I had people in town. So one of the things they did is they did their activity first and then brunch but I need fuel before I go do my Colorado activity. So I did a little switcheroo here and I did brunch slash, I guess at this time it's just breakfast. Um, And I decided what I usually do when I bring people to Denver is I give them a tour of what used to be here. I'm like, this is this, but back in 1995, this was actually this. So I love doing that tour. So I'm glad we both keep people. We love hostage. Yeah. On our tours. Oh, and they love it though. They're like, Go with Justine. She'll tell you what used to be here. (laughs) So we'll start there. And I'm assuming that whoever this is, they're probably maybe staying with me or staying downtown Denver. So we will take my favorite avenue, 38th Street, um, all the way to the north side, the neighborhood I grew up in. And on the drive there, I will give them the What Used to Be Here tour. And we're going to go to Bodega's which is a newer place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's located in the space that once occupied my favorite coffee shop, which was, um, uh, cafe Bushi. Huano. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> great Beautiful place. A little
0: strip too. bodega
2: is actually a really great spot. Um, that is not too brunchy and you're going to be there early. So you're not going to have the crowds. And it has my second favorite culinary invention of all time besides a burrito, the sandwich. And most... (laughs) Importantly, the breakfast sandwich. Yes. And I love a bougie breakfast sandwich. So this place has all of that. Also, <laughs> if you do want to start your morning off with a cocktail, no judgment here. They have really good cocktails. And then you can also get your coffee fix in the morning. Love it. I've never um,
1: heard of this place. I got to check it out.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. And I like that they have like a real... It's new, but they have an urban vibe. And there's artwork on the wall from Jolt from Gorilla Garden. So it it kind of... it. Hits an intersection that I can totally stand of like New Denver and like old yeah, like yeah and really just tapping into like the underlying the the hip hop culture that also is in Denver that a lot of people don't know exists. Yes, exactly. So that would be my first spot. We'd stop there and get our mor- morning fuel. They open at eight a.m. on Saturdays. So, oh wow! Yeah. So that would be our morning stop, and then next activity, I kind of stretched it here, but I think because Red Rocks is owned by the city and county of Denver, we will go up to Red Rocks and to the Dinosaur Ridge Trail. I mean That's if a you want to
1: fantastic Im- pick.
0: And if you want to impress people, it is like, oh yeah, this place is beautiful. Yeah. People are not
2: lying. Oh, and it's so it's a 20 minute drive from uh Bodega's I-70 West. You can get up to Red Rocks and go ahead and see the greatest venue in the world. People love to take pictures, walk the steps. But there's also more up there. And there's a very unique history of Colorado that I like to share. And that's the history of the dinosaurs mm. and it's a big thing like every time i'm at coors field and people are uh asking why we have a dinosaur as a mascot i love to like chime in like, Let me actually tell you. when they're Story building the stadium six million years ago found a triceratops <laughs> and yeah so I would love to take people dinosaur history, dinosaur history, and then the other thing about the Dinosaur Ridge Trail is it's right next to Red Rocks, but it's a paved trail and it's two miles, so your guests don't have to have hiking boots and all of the gear to take them on like a massive trail, yeah, a hike hike, love it, yep, and then from there. We will go down back down Alameda Avenue to one of the most overlooked places in Denver, South South Federal. Oh yes, (laughs) I I feel like South Federal like shows the diversity of Denver outside of like the developers' version of Denver, like the the Rhino. It's an area
0: that's not changed a lot, but like has remained very vibrant. Exactly, the businesses are some of them have been there forever, but like they're popping.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And there's so much to see, and there's so many great restaurants. It's like the hidden gem of what do you Denver hit on me. South South Federal. So, one of my favorite places is Jay's Noodles. Oh, oh, best Jay's Thai food in the city. Yes, hands down. Um, endless pho. Yes. like so many restaurants. My personal favorite is Seventy Nine, um, but I would take them to lunch at New Saigon. Because oh, yeah. I feel like New Saigon is the balance of like the classic restaurant. It's been there a long time. The menu is massive. There's so many things you can eat.
0: It kind of looks fancy on the inside, too. And it's not super expensive. Yeah. So, and you can get if you have a big group, huge table.
2: exactly so So many options and like bodegas too one of the reasons i picked that was there were lots of like vegan options and when you go on vietnamese food too there are lots of options for lemongrass tofu at new saigon yeah chef's kiss lots of options for whoever's in your your crowd um so definitely lunch at new saigon and uh then after that we'll go over to meow Good call. Yeah, and I will admit I have not been. What? <laughs> no, oh, really? I have not been yet. Oh, Justine, oh. so would be a great, great experience too. with me. And grab some edibles. Take your friends. <laughs> take exactly. them first, though. They could they take your drugs at the door. So yeah, then you I can experience that with my guest as well. That's pretty fun. Enjoy Maoev, and then we'll end by going across the street to Rices, and my favorite brewery in Denver, and having uh, a beer oh, and perfect. talking about how much the Platte River smells. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Isn't this I, a
1: unique and distinctive smell that we're smelling?
0: Yeah. I love this because you get into Sun Valley, mm-hmm. which again, a lot of folks don't know is a neighborhood. Yes. And Rices is like, I know we talk about it all the time. It is still my, fa- my favorite brewery in the city. It's great. Great and, patio. Great patio. Great patio. They'll have great food trucks. And when they don't, they have great pretzels randomly. Oh, yeah. It's a great place for kids. I've seen amazing shows there. Um, KUVO, I think, does a lot of booking there. It is, it also to me is like, mm, Denver's pretty cool. If yeah. you wanna
2: see how cool we are, Rice's is one of those spots. I love it. And yeah. one thing that I did on my tour here was, it was like optimum drive time loop. That's <laughs> so, right, you, yeah, you took
0: that into consideration. I went from
2: downtown, up 38th, to I-70 West, all the way down to Alameda, then down South Federal, back down to Meowth. Right back into downtown again. Perfect. That's a perfect day. I like that.
1: All right. It's Saturday night. The New York Times would have you go back to Rhino oh for an experience they call the hip-hop kitchen. I know. Quote, the Rhino district also teams with culinary intrigue from the new super mega bien serving Mexican tapas dim sum style to the contemporary wood-fired grill acorn because reservations are hard to come by, hit hop alley early. I, I like that recommendation. Hop Alley is a great Hop Alley is great. Acorn has closed, yes. so that, yeah. that that one is not uh, useful at all. Um, but then the New York Times would have you go to Nocturne, the jazz club for a late night set.
0: Meh. Um, a great, I mean, it's a great spot. Also, it's not that late at night. But. Yeah, yeah,
1: nine <laughs> p.m. Then the, on Sunday morning, your final morning, they're going to send you out for a street art stroll.
0: Oh, my God. A trigger warning yes. for Denverites. This was this is the greatest Gentrifier's grift of all time, the Denver Graffiti Tour. So 10 a.m. Street yep. Art street Stroll. Street Art
1: Stroll. I guess, you know, I assume that's still in Rhino. And then they, they wrap up with Musical Fair. Um, I don't know why they call it that. I wondered
0: this, too. It doesn't
1: really make sense. But what they're actually doing is sending you to Zeppelin Station, the other side of Rhino. So... You're seeing okay. every corner of Rhino with the New York Times.
0: I'm going to tell my visitor, Casa Bonita is not open yet, so please don't ask me. That's the number one question. Really? Every visitor for the last two years? Seriously. people. Can you get is... me into Casa Bonita, though? Yeah.
1: But do you know someone that could get us into Casa Bonita?
0: Yeah. Like, no. Unless you're on the mailing list, they randomly choose you, and then you have to go at 7 p.m. on a Saturday, and you don't get a choice. So that's how it goes. That's my first notice. Just it's... We can't go there. So I had Saturday night... Um. Guys, there's no mention of Colfax on this list, so I'm taking my people.
1: Glaring mistake. To the best the place
0: on Colfax for a fancy dinner, Bastion's Steakhouse. Oh, beautiful nice. bacon-wrapped scallops, mm-hmm. sugar steak. Their New York's New York Strip in a sugar rub. You can only order it rare or medium rare. Uh, for a person like me, perfect.
1: <laughs> That's such old school.
0: I love it. Denver I love random rules. Culture. Rand. I love and hate random rules. This is one I love. <laughs> Um, But this is a family-owned restaurant that has been in some iteration on this land since the 30s. Wow. And they built the current, uh, again, if you're on this, if you're visiting me, I am giving you all kinds of unwanted information about the buildings you're in. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like the history. So this is, uh, this building itself was built in 1958. If you... Are not familiar with bastions it's this gorgeous circular building it is built in a spiral so at the bottom is this sunken booth and then you come up the bar is round and then you come up a set of like a floating staircase into the very top of it and there's a dining area up there as well Um, this is a googie style building so this is a building that's popular the 50s through the 70s um, very space age oriented lots of exaggerated shapes large windows Beautiful glass and and steel work is like what typifies Googie style. And I learned that this is the first ever Googie style building to be listed on the National Register of Historic Places in the country. So then at 9 p.m. we wander a little farther up Colfax and we go to the P.S. Lounge. You want to make a lady feel special? You take her to the P.S. Lounge
1: so gotta got agree with that I mean the, what is it the free flower you they, get a single rose
0: everyone gets an Alabama slammer shot which I believe is like SoCo and juice I don't know how much actual SoCo these ever had in them I haven't <laughs> yeah. had one in 17 years <laughs> but I will tell you when I did I was like this is juice thank you um, but it's that old school um, like you know Colfax dive it's like oh. it's, it's also Colfax hospitality mm-hmm. yeah. come on in have a rose have a shot killer jukebox wood paneling booths everything i ever want in a bar it's uh, i read an interview with the owner who was like i call it the ladies bar i only <laughs> i only employ ladies and i give ladies flowers and again <laughs> i don't know why i love that right now but i do so um and i also i will say at, all my friends that used to live here that come home to visit have to go they always go to ps on their when really? they come home it's the spot yeah it's like an old denver spot that's like It's one of our best dive bars, for sure.
1: Little insider tip for uh, my fellow pizza fanatics out there. You can order uh, pizza from the place next door and they'll deliver to you in P.S. Lounge. Oh, Enzo's End. Enzo's End, yep. And the pizza is not bad.
0: I did not know that. That's a, actually also good because Enzo's Enz Ambiance is well. It's a pizza place. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, so you feel like you're in the oven. You know, or <laughs> like, that place everything in is greasy. <laughs> and but the pizza is great, and you can order it to the bar. That's great. It's Paul. awesome.
1: It's awesome. It's a great night. Such oh a good my pick.
0: God. So I, I'm kind of going with the Colfax bar crawl theme here, and even though I don't drink, I love colfax so i will do a bar crawl with you um my uh, one thought was we're right by the bluebird if there's a good show of course i'm gonna take you there Mm -hmm. the bluebird is beautiful it is one of those venues that other cities just don't have a former movie house um I may also hit uh, the mid- uh, Middleman, which is a newer bar, but it's really nice. It's right by the Bluebird. Mm. Um, if I want to impress somebody, me I'm be like, we do also have new bars that are not old dives. But then I'm going <laughs> to probably take you to the satire after that. So Middleman, satire, we're really coming down Colfax. And then... I have a couple options for the end of the night, depending on how you're feeling how you're feeling. Tom's Starlight has a late night menu. Tom's Starlight used to be Tom's Diner. They've redone it. It's this beautiful. I think the theme is like Palm Springs in the sixties, is kind of the vibe there. You also we learned mm-hmm. you get warm cookies. They'll serve you fresh baked cookies at Tom's yep. Starlight. Um, and then I would probably end actually at Charlie Brown's for one last drink. So I'm gonna head into Capitol Hill. Oh.
1: For some singing, singing, piano.
0: They have piano. They have a live piano player, I think at least on the weekends every night at six PM until close. So you yeah, you can hear some Billy Joel. You can hear some I mean, it's such a to me, it's a Denver staple that's not changed. And it's also a piano. Where else do you get a piano bar? Yeah. Oh. Love
2: Fantastic
1: Charlie Brown. Oh so. my gosh! A walk in Capitol Colfax. I love that.
0: Yeah. So then that's oh. my Saturday night.
1: All right. Sunday morning. Sunday We're waking morning. Up.
0: So I did what Justine did, and I flipped things around because they didn't have us eat until twelve thirty. Yeah. So I started at ten a.m. at I also I also went to South Federal, the place you go honestly when you're hungover. Yeah.
2: Delicious if you,
0: South Federal. All of my hungover friends love pho and I'm a fun 96 person I'd also recommend the veggie broth Paul honestly it's the spicier yes good to know if you know. if you need to like burn that hangover out of your body <laughs> Fun 96's <laughs> veggie broth will do it for you um, and then iced coffee with condensed milk get yourself j- real jacked up on caffeine and then um, we are going to go back down federal cut over to Sheridan and we're going to hit lakeside we're heading Lakeside on a Sunday afternoon because this is like a wander. This is not, we're, we're not, I will say Lakeside at night is probably the most beautiful place in the city, Yeah, but it's a Sunday. It's to me, I kind of treat it like a park. You pay like five bucks to get in and then we're going to walk around Lakeside and I'm going to annoyingly tell you about everything I know about the history of Lakeside. I think it was formerly Berkeley Lake is now Lake Rhoda, which is named after Rhoda Krasner, who is the owner. Her father purchased the amusement park in the during the Depression, renamed the lake after her. If you're lucky, you might catch Rhoda in the park on her tiny little red car that she drives around. Every time. Before, Please like, tell me what lake said. What like. is that
2: place? And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's Lake said. So,
0: that's how I'm ending my day, is truly a wander and you can get a funnel cake at the College View little stand. I mean, it's also you're probably still hungover. I gotta say, when I was hungover, a funnel cake was kind of a dream thing <laughs> to eat. So that's where I'm ending my day, Paul.
1: I think that is great. Thanks. I think that is a really good Man, 36 guys, hours in Denver. I would be proud to take a visitor. We hit Union on that. Station.
0: We hit Red Rocks. We hit Lakeside. We hit Colfax. We hit the North Side. I mean, we really we hit the confluence. Yeah. I'm really impressed with us. Yeah, take that New York Times. Yeah, this is what Denver really looks like. (laughs) I love this. Okay, well, if you have ideas on where you would take your guests or actually where you do i bet a lot of you have a list of like this is where i always take folks who are visiting from out of town let us know call us on the uh, this denver rules hotline 720-500-5418 let us know, know your ideas or recommendations for best places for folks to visit when they come to denver again uh, that denver hotline is 720-500-5418 leave us a voicemail with your name neighborhood and great idea hall justine thank you so much Thank you. Thanks, Brie. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell your next out-of-town visitors about us. Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter and learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye. I want to throw this sentence out a second story window. They said, Denver has some nice neighborhoods for boutique shopping, including Highlands and Berkeley, but the opening of the Source Hotel and Market Hall in Rhino next to the Source Food Hall has given shoppers a place to do some concentrated browsing of wares from local artisans. Did South Park write this? I hate all of those (laughs) words. Right? I was like, this is a triggering sentence for us. (laughs) Boutique shopping.